Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 979. It's not necessarily about making the most cost-effective part. It's about making the part that fits and has the quality that meets the customer's expectations at a fair price. And so the aha moment for me was to always keep my focus on making the part as accurate as possible for the restoration market. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, David Odegaard. Hey, David, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I am so ready for this, Mark. Let's uh, let's do it. Here we go. Pedal to the metal. David Odegaard is the Director of Research and Development at United Pacific Industries. Since 1994, UPI has been committed to design and manufacturing and the supply of automotive products for heavy-duty trucks and classic cars, including full bodies for the iconic 32 Ford. They offer a wide variety and a range of over 20,000 innovative and high-quality product. Wow. They are an international company based in Long Beach, California, and David grew up in an automotive enthusiast home around car restorations and has worked in the industry for over 35 years. So, David, I've told our listeners just a tiny bit about you. Would you take a brief moment and share a little bit more about your career, your business, and your very obvious passion for automobiles? Thanks for having me on the program, Mark. Yes, I've, I, I grew up in a family that uh, uh, my father was interested in all types of cars, Fords mainly, and we always had some restoration project going along. And uh, as that progressed, uh, I, I caught the, the car bug. Um, the, the restorations that we did in the uh, early 70s uh, led to my being able to save up to buy my first car of passion, which was a 67 Ford Mustang. My career uh, started off uh, working for a company. Uh, Basically, I started off in the mailroom and uh, worked in the industry, got to know from hands-on with every every part, every uh, restoration part company in the the U.S., Mm -hmm. and uh, by, you know, selling them and sending them parts. And work my way up to where I am today uh, as the uh, heading up the R and D department for United Pacific Industries. How fun! So I've uh, I've really enjoyed myself in the past thirty five plus years, and and uh, and can't wait to keep doing it. No doubt, no doubt. And you guys do some pretty darn creative things there, and we're going to learn a lot more about those and you. But first, I always like to ask my guests for a success quote or a mantra. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires smoking here on cars. Yeah. So, David, take the wheel. Lately, the inspirational quote that I've been using, uh, well, not lately, but in the in the last 10 years or so in my career is Henry Ford, quality means doing it when no one is looking. Mm. That was a quote that I latched onto and uh, found after I'd already been doing that. And if you create a quality product, the market is there, your customers will find you. That's been one of the successes to uh, keeping us going. Oh, no doubt. Well, tell our listeners a little bit of how that incorporates into the many products that you guys build there. So for the classic restoration industry, 
we always start out with one of the original parts or a blueprint, if we can get it, uh, from the original manufacturer, such as Ford Motor Company. By starting out with the original part or two or three known perfect versions, NOS, if we can acquire it, we're able to reverse engineer those and with the modern technology, make a part that fits every time. There's, there's no excuse for any business in the restoration industry now to make a part that doesn't fit. It's just, it's just, uh, it's, it's completely uh, unnecessary to go down that road of a non-parting, non-fitting part. We always double check our parts on original vehicles. We always make permanent tooling that makes the parts exactly the same every time. And this, uh, uh, has allowed us to be very successful and and become the leader in the industry of restoration parts. You know, I remember the old days, you'd go buy a part for your car, even way, way back to uh, those old catalogs where I'd buy parts for my cars when I was in high school, and you'd get them, and they never quite fit right. And it was like, who is making this stuff? I mean, do they even try putting it on a car? You'd always have to modify it, or you'd end up breaking it or something. But nowadays, I would imagine with laser technology and computers and uh, like you say, the way you get your hands on thing and reverse engineer them, um, yeah, there, you're right. There is no excuse anymore. And I know from the uh, the high-end detailers and builders and restorers that work with your parts, uh, your company is very highly regarded. So very cool. Well, you shared a little bit about growing up in a family where your dad was into cars, you guys restored cars. So tell us a story that instigated your passion for cars and tell us about that pivotal moment as you remember it when you realized you were indeed like your dad, a car guy. Well, you know, as a, as, a, as a kid, you look at a car as a machine, a real complicated machine. And I remember we were restoring. My dad had a 57 Thunderbird that he acquired really cheap in the uh, early 70s. And the aha moment was when he said, okay, we're going to break this down. And we started taking every piece off of it, tagging it, bagging it as you do. And, and I remember the day that we lifted the body off the frame and right then and there, when I saw the engine and transmission on a chassis that I just exposed, cause you normally don't get to see that. Right. I was hooked. It was so cool. <laughs> we were into this vehicle at a level that nobody had ever been to. And, and I just thoroughly enjoyed doing that and doing that frame off uh, restoration of that 57 T-Bird. How fun. Oh, that's so cool. I love that. Well, let's take a look at some of the many roads you've driven down and talk about a big challenge or a big failure you've faced. And the reason I like to ask this question is these situations teach us very, very valuable lessons. So tell us about one of your very challenging times or even a big failure, and then tell us how you overcame that situation and what it taught you. One of the most recent uh, challenges that we faced, well, actually it was back in 07, 08, 09, was when the economy had, you know, tanked yeah. and the real estate market and all of that mortgage issue. And that actually caused a lot of the industry to pull back and, and, uh, and rightfully so, you know, money was tight. Um, but it, the company I'm currently with, United Pacific, what we decided to do was to keep innovating, keep making new products and, and uh, you know, be fiscally responsible, yet keep everything in stock, keep new products coming, keep the industry active and innovative. And uh, we were quite successful at that. Our, a lot of our competition at the time that had throttled back 
they were constantly out of stock of products and they had nothing new to offer the market mm-hmm. and United Pacific was on the other side of that curve. And when the economy started coming back full strength, we were already there with our new products. And uh, one of those projects that we had started at that time was to start making the hot rod, the steel bodies for the hot rods, the 32 Ford hot rods. Right. You know, this is a great lesson because you can't do that when times get bad unless you're you're very careful and you don't get yourself deep into debt and you have some money set aside for the proverbial rainy day. And I imagine that's how you guys got through that period because so many of my guests that have been on the show almost lost their business during that time or they, they couldn't keep moving ahead because people had stopped spending. So I think the takeaway I get from that story is be prepared because the economy goes ups and ups and down. Uh, things happen. If you're prepared and you don't get yourself too leveraged that when those bad times come, you can sustain, you can stay in the game, if you will, and in your case, keep innovating. Is that the lesson that you learned from that? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Don't overextend yourself, you know, during the good times. That way, when the uh, bad times hit, you know, you're ready, you're ready. Knock on wood, I think uh, the economy right now is doing well. And uh, the, the car industry has been benefiting greatly right now. Prices of collector cars are at an all-time high, and uh, I hope we keep riding this wave. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great lesson. Well, let's shift gears and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share a career aha moment. It's one of those times I like to say when the headlights come on and kind of illuminate a new path for you or for the business. Tell us about yours. I uh, touched on it a little earlier is when we discovered or when I discovered that it's not necessarily about making the most cost effective part. It's about making the part that fits and has the quality that meets the customer's expectations at a fair price. Mm -hmm. And so the aha moment for me was to always keep my focus on making the part as accurate as possible for the restoration market and with our engineering techniques and our, our ability to source, we're able to control our costs as well. But quality is the number one aspect. And if you do that, the customers will follow. Absolutely. And I think, wasn't it Ford that used that term quality as job one? I think that was a marketing term sure. or a sales pitch. And since you guys sell old Fords, it kind of fits right in with what you guys do. And I know that uh, detailers and builders and restorers like uh, Brizio, who has made that comment about using your cars and your parts, uh, your body parts on his restorations, uh, is a testament to that. Because there are a lot of sources out there these days, but they're not always that great. So uh, it's great to hear. Well, let's have a little bit of fun and talk about your first really special car and share a memory you have about that vehicle. We were, uh, my father and I, I had finally saved up enough money to purchase the car I wanted. And we were in an auction here in Southern California. And the car that I wanted came up on the auction block. It was a 67 Mustang GT convertible, all original. Rundown, you know, this is what, 1977, I think. And, you know, in 1977, it's only a 10-year-old car. Right. But you have to remember that cars back then they aged really quickly. Yes. I mean a car with a car with seventy thousand miles was worn out in 
certainly at a hundred thousand miles, you had to put a new engine in it at that point, yeah. basically. And yeah. Now, now cars go 200 grand or more with no, no issues. Mm-hmm. So I, I got this Mustang and, you know, of course, being in Southern California, there was no rust, of course, even being a convertible had zero rust, but uh, you know, it had its bangs and it's uh, the interior, which kind of sun blasted and uh, everything was kind of dirty. And uh, so that was my dream car was to get that and, and restore it. And I did that in my uh, sophomore, junior and senior year. It didn't take all three years, but uh, I, little by little, I, you know, got the drivetrain sorted out. And then at one point, one summer, I blew it all apart and had enough money squirreled away to put a nice new paint job on it. Not quite rotisserie, but really done well for the time. And I enjoyed that car all through the rest of high school and had some fantastic good times and memories with that car. No doubt. Yeah, I had a 66 Fastback that I loved as well. It's the only well, I had one other American car. My first car was an old Chevy Nova 67 that wasn't anything special. But uh, the Mustangs just – something cool about those cars, the old ones from the 60s, and everybody loves them. I couldn't get gas without talking to people for 20, 30 minutes. Everybody wanted to come over, and they had a Mustang story. So very cool. Well, how about Seller's Remorse? Is there a vehicle you've let go that you always wish you had back? Well, I wish I had that 67 Mustang back because I, I did sell that. But seller's remorse, the 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 one that is associated with me, that hits home with me is my brother, who is also a car guy, two years younger than me. He restored a 1963 23-window VW microbus. Oh. And this is in 1984. Yeah. And that was when you would look in the auto trader or penny saver. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you could find find one, you know, for, you know. In, in good condition for, you know, under 2000 bucks oh, with no rust or very little <laughs> rust, you yeah. know, and, uh, that's what he did. And I helped him restore that. And over the years, uh, that was just a fantastic bus. You know, it had all the windows and the big giant sliding sunroof yeah. and it was red and white. And, you know, there were reproduction parts at the time, but not that many. And so most of the parts were actually, you know, if you bought something, you could still get it at the dealer for a lot of it. And and that was, had so many great times in that. And, uh, you know, life gets in the way and he sold that. Uh, and I wish he still had that or I wish I still had it. You know, at the time he sold it like in the late 80s for 13000 bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like twenty eight grand a day, but you know the prices of a freshly restored bus. Oh, they're you know, they're, crazy, crazy. You know <laughs> the, the one, the one that had all the deluxe stuff on it. Yeah, you know they're pushing a hundred or more. Oh yeah, you know it, yeah. it's uh, it's ridiculous a bit. Uh, if you've but, ever driven one of those, <laughs> it's a little slow. <laughs> yeah, you know you weren't you weren't going anywhere fast, but no. uh, you know you were very cool. Yeah, yeah. And, great uh, vehicles, fantastic. Well, let's talk about what's going on at United Pacific Industries. I would love for you to share with our listeners a lot more about all the different things that you guys offer. And I know we don't have the time to talk about all 20,000 parts, but kind of go over what kind of business you are, the things that people can find your business, and uh, what has you fired up and excited this year. Well, United Pacific Industries is a manufacturer of restoration and accessory parts for muscle cars and and uh, classic trucks, and of course the early hot rods, the 1928 through 48 Fords. 
And, and um, we are the company that wholesales all these parts to the retail distributors in the market. And they're, you know, many of the big names that you know in the restoration market when you're buying parts for your, for your vehicle. Mm-hmm. And so we um, uh, are constantly uh, developing new products for that market. And our signature item right now has been the 1932 Ford steel bodies that we manufacture. Every, every stamping is exactly as original as Ford Motor Company did it. In fact, we're licensed by Ford Motor Company to manufacture these Nice uh, steel body parts. Mm-hmm. And, and the benefit to the hot rod industry has been if you had, not only can you buy a new steel body, but if you have an original 32 Ford and the floor pan is rusted out or the quarter panel has been banged in and bondoed out so many times, we make every part to the original Ford blueprint. So you can buy, now you can buy a new quarter panel for your 32 Ford or a new floor structure for your 32 Ford or whatever piece you need. And that's the larger part of our business. Um, having the complete steel bodies available for customers to build hot rods has also been a great plus to the industry. As you mentioned before, Roy Brizio uses our bodies and sev- several other principal builders in the market have been using our bodies as well as the do-it-yourself people at home. You buy a body from us, you don't have to spend time fixing rust. Mm-hmm. You're able to get your hot rod, your dream hot rod project down the road a lot quicker. So United Pacific Industries uh, is, is pretty well known in the um, retail world by the, by the retail suppliers out there um, for supplying restoration parts. Of a, of a high quality and a great price. Absolutely. Now, aside from these bodies, what are just, and again, with 20,000 parts, that's a lot, but what are some of the other things that uh, shoppers or potential customers can find at your company? The technology that we're putting into the classic cars is really interesting. We've been doing this for the last several years in LED technology for classic vehicles. So we manufacture for all the muscle cars and the hot rods and the classic trucks, we manufacture brand new taillight lenses with LEDs embedded in them. So it's a great product that the customer can purchase and simply plug into where his original lens and light bulb was and have the safety and benefit of LED lighting when he's driving at home in the middle of the night from a car show. Mm-hmm. And that has been very successful. And we continue to develop these products, uh, the side markers, the backup lights, uh, interior lights with the LED technology as well as the 7-inch headlight bulbs. And those products are uh, in very high demand and really enhance a classic vehicle. At the same time, you can keep the original lens and light bulb. And if you're getting ready to put that 100-point car up for auction a few years later back at Barrett-Jackson, you could take the LED light out if you feel it's not a plus to its originality mm-hmm. and, and 100% backwards, uh, you know, reversible. That's the, the benefit of the technology that we did where there's no wires cut. You don't have to rewire the car or do any, any kind of change to the vehicle to use our LED lighting. Very cool. Very cool. And what's the best way for people to find your company? What's the website? Our website is upauto.com, and once you're there, you'll be able to enter into, we have a specific website for 32 Fords, and then another website that's specifically for uh, all the classics and muscle cars. And uh, we do sell 
to uh, wholesale. So you'll be able to see all of our products there. Ultimately, you'll need to purchase the products through one of our distributors, which all the principal players in the restoration uh, parts market carry our products. While you're on our website, you can see all of our social media. We've done several really cool builds over the years, and they're all uh, highlighted there with videos and interviews with the owners of those cars. Cool. So there's a lot of content there to take a look at. Absolutely. I'll make sure I put a link to that on David's show notes page on the Cars Yeah website. Well, here's a very introspective question for you, David. If you were a car, what kind of car would David be and why? You know, I posed that question because I, I wasn't getting anywhere with it myself. <laughs> I posed that question to my 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 family, uh, my colleagues, and and all of them said that I'd be a thirty-two Ford. Okay, cool. So <laughs> there you so, go. So you know, timeless, classic, reliable. Yep. I'm a thirty-two Ford. I guess. I guess you are. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Well, David, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Hey, Cars Yeah listeners, this is Mark Green. I've been using Covercraft covers to protect my cars and motorcycles since I was in high school, way back in 1975. But Covercraft has much more to offer than just vehicle covers. This time of year is very hard on your vehicle's interiors. Rain, snow, dirt. And mud gets into the carpet and the seats, grinding away and destroying the original materials. It's important to preserve and protect your special ride with cover craft floor mats and seat covers. That's what I do. They offer a wide variety of styles, colors, and materials, all designed to fit like a glove. They're easy to install and provide for anchor points and airbags for safety and a perfect fit. Protecting your vehicle adds value when you go to sell it, too. Simply go to Covercraft.com and order the style and color you like best, and boom, you're set. You'll thank me, and your vehicle will thank you as well. That's Covercraft.com, and tell them Mark at Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. What's every automotive enthusiast dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garages built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. All right, David, we are back, and we're entering what I call the last lap. This is where I fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Build what you're passionate about. That's, that's, that's it. Just do what you're passionate about and what you know best. Absolutely. Now, would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes over the years? 
Oh yeah, that, I know for sure. Show up early and often, and that will that'll push your career down the road. And then, yeah, of course, prove your talents and grow with them. Oh, my dad was so great. He reminded me when I was young. He said, "You know what? Get to work before the boss, and don't leave until he leaves." So it always worked for me. Do you have a resource that you'd like to share with our listeners other than your guys' great website? I always tell my customers to uh, support their local businesses. If there's a if there's a hot rod shop in your town or two towns over or a restoration parts company that's been around a long time, that's uh, you know uh, kind of mom and pa owner. Mm-hmm. That's a great resource, and and you know beyond getting the parts you need you're going to get great advice on on uh, helping with your restoration. Yeah. And, you know, it builds a great relationship with somebody as well. I think that's uh, really, really important. This day and age with Internet shopping, it's so easy to go online and buy something from somebody you'll never meet. You have no idea who they are. But there's nothing like just going over and meeting somebody face-to-face, shaking their hand and supporting them because it supports your own neighborhood, your own town, uh, keeps their family fed. It's a great, great recommendation. Now, if I could arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that person be? For me, Henry Ford, no doubt about it. <laughs> yes. you know, he was a, a very smart businessman and a, you know, taskmaster <laughs> yeah. at his company. I don't know if I'd want to work for him, but I'd certainly want to have a drink <laughs> with him and, and see what made him tick. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I think he's one of the most commented on persons when I asked that question here at Cars Yes, Henry Ford. The other would be Carol Shelby, who had a little something to do with Fords, I guess you could say. So uh, absolutely. Now, if I could uh, ask you to share a book that you've read that you think our listeners should read, what would it be? Oh, yeah. A great book that's probably off your listeners' radar is a book called Fast Company uh, by Bill Smith. He's the founder of Speedway Motors in Lincoln, Nebraska, America's oldest speed shop. He's a fascinating businessman and had so much influence in the um, parts market at the time, and they still do. And uh, it's a great book, uh, Fast Company. Look it up. You know, I think it's the first time that book has been recommended. I'm kind of surprised after 979 guests here on Cars Yeah, but I'm glad you mentioned that. And I'll remind our listeners, I'll have all these great resources on David's show notes page on the Cars Yeah website. Just go to carsyeah.com, type in David Odegaard, O-D-E-G-A-R-D is the spelling of his last name, and you will find all these links. There's another great place on the Cars Yeah website called Guest Recommended Books where this book and All the recommendations by the inspiring automotive enthusiasts I've had on the show are listed there with quick, easy clicks to buy. It's a great resource. All right, David, we are up to the checkered flag, and this last question can be a bit of a doozy. I'm going to make you clear out your garage, and you can only have one cool collector car in there. Not a daily driver, but something fun, something you can enjoy. But money's no object, because today I am buying. So what's it going to be? You know, the car that I've most recently lusted after and and kind of missed out missed an opportunity or two was the uh the Ford GT the one that came out in 2004 and 2006 mm. I just love that car I love that it's V8 powered I love the heritage that it was designed from the original GT40 mm. and I probably could have said a you know Bugatti Veyron or something for a million bucks <laughs> but uh uh, I'll go the Ford GT. You know, uh, their pristine examples now are pushing two, three hundred thousand dollars. And I remember when they, you know, in oh seven, oh eight, and you could find one with low miles, you know, for ninety thousand dollars. And I didn't, I didn't pull the trigger, and I regret it to this day. 
Yeah, those are magnificent cars. I've had the pleasure of driving one, and what fun. I mean, just a wonderful car, uh, pretty raw, um, pretty cool. What color would you like that to be? Red and white. Red and white. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Red with a with the uh, red stri- red stripes, of course. Okay. Uh, red red with the white stripes, or white with the red stripes. Probably red uh, with the white stripes. Either with one. The white, stripe. white stripes. Okay. I want to make sure I get it right. I want to show up in your driveway with the wrong car. <laughs> I wouldn't want to put a frown on your face. Oh, that's very nice. Well, those are absolutely spectacular cars, and of course, the new Ford GT is just over the top insane. So uh, I saw where uh, past cars, yeah, I guess Barry McGuire uh, just got his in black, and uh, they did a cool video where yeah. they spent all day detailing it. And uh, yeah. oh my goodness, yeah. Well, that is going to be fun. Well, David, you've taken me on a great ride today. I've really enjoyed getting to know you better, and I want to thank you for sharing your automotive journey with the Cars Yeah listeners and with me. Could you offer us one parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off into the sunset in that Ford GT? Well, Mark, that's a loaded question. In my career, just follow your passion and do what you know, and that will get you down the road. Absolutely. Follow your passion. I've heard that a few times on this show before. Most definitely important how to get through life with a big smile on your face. What's the best way for our listeners, again, to learn more about you and United Pacific Industries? Our website is upauto.com, and from there, you'll see all of our social media and, of course, all of our fine products. And uh, if you hunt around a little bit, you'll find links on myself as well. And and so I look forward to your uh, listeners checking us out. Absolutely. Well, again, you will find all these great links on David Shonoff's page on the Cars yeah website. Just type David Odegaard in the search bar and his page will pop right up. David, thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your automotive experiences with me and the Cars yeah listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thanks for having me on your show. It's been a blast. I've had fun as well. Thank you. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people. But what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy, too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member, FINRA SIPC. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.